If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great iron and hard top, it's Kevlu and Ski since the sandbox. What's up, everybody? Since the sandbox is back yes, with sir. our schedule predictions, we have my division today, the AFC South. And I'm going to start it off with the Colts. Okay. I got okay. the Peyton jersey on today. I only bring the real Peyton jersey out for games. <laughs> so, got to wear the Peyton. It is a lady size XL, anybody wondering. <laughs> All right, so first game of the year, Seattle at home. I'm taking the Colts. They play great at home every season. Plus, I don't think Seattle is really good this year. And they never really start off great versus great teams. I don't know. I just don't see it with Russ. They've got no extra help. The draft was a bust for them. So I don't see it. But I do think we'll lose two after that, back-to-back. -back. First, the Rams at home, and then at Tennessee. I think that'll be a tough division game. And then I think we'll close it out with the win versus Miami, in Miami, and then a win at Baltimore. Sorry, guys. Tony, Ty, it's, it's coming down. <laughs> yeah, Lou. Actually, fun fact, out of all the teams we've done so far, NFC, AFC, what did we do last year? Last week, North? Yes. And now we're doing the South. The Colts have the best record of any of the teams that I've had wow. so far. So just like you, Lou, those first three, I got them win-loss-loss. Um, I do think they'll split with Tennessee, but I think at Tennessee they might have some trouble, especially where week three, the whole Julio hype's still going to be there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So he won't have a chance Tennessee will – exactly. Yeah. Tennessee will, will be pretty good. So I got them winning week one, losing week two versus the Rams, losing week three against Tennessee, then bouncing back for two more wins against Miami and Baltimore as well. Okay. So things are definitely – you know, interesting to kick off the Colts. First things first, I got to shout out Joe Bruno. I got that Reggie Bush jersey on, so shout out Bruno. Why, is he a Bush fan? <laughs> nah, he gave me the jersey. Oh. But starting off week one, Lou, you know, when you said Seattle doesn't start off hot, like I definitely agree with that. I think Indy's just going to have a lot to figure out week one with yeah. Wentz coming in there. So I actually have the Colts losing their first four games, and this is a tough four games to kind no, of like start off with. Seattle, Rams, Tennessee, Miami. And I did have that Tennessee game as a win for the Colts until I saw the Julio transaction. Mm -hmm. So I had Indy originally sweeping, but I think Julio's good enough to, to take a game just in the division. Yeah, I think um, they'd lose it anyways, just because it's yeah. a good team. So starting off 0-4, I think that's a, a tough stretch for Indy. But I think I would view the Colts as a second-half football team. I don't know if you view them. Um, as a second-half football team. Last year, they, last, year. De last year, they definitely were. And just like we said with the Ravens, guys, I have the Colts getting a win in Week 5. So that's you know a really good win against a tough team. And just think, those first five games are probably the hardest five games in all of the NFL yeah. this year. Week 6, win versus Houston. You know, that that's easy. And then Week 7, this is another tough game, the 49ers. Imagine if the 49ers and Houston game were switched. That's a really hard first seven games in mm -hmm. a row. Have them lose in there. But getting a win, week eight versus Tennessee, and things are starting to look up for them. Yeah, I feel the same way. I have the uh, exact same thing. Winning, winning versus the Texans, losing to San Fran. Then I think they win three straight, Tennessee, Jets, Jacksonville, uh, lose to Buffalo. I have them beating the Bucs at home. Okay. Uh, just because I think they're really fast, and they have a good enough pass rush that Brady won't be able to stand up all the time, and they can play good rushing four. And the Bucs aren't going to win every good, every tough game this season. So they do have to lose some tough games. I just think this will be one kind of similar to the, when the Packers came to Indy yeah. last year and were up 30 and then blew a 28-point lead. <laughs> then I have them finishing it out, beating the Texans, losing at Arizona, then beating 
the Vegas Raiders in Jacksonville for a 12 and 5 division lead. Ooh. Yeah, so I'm going to finish mine out and it's actually pretty easy. So, as you guys heard, right, I got them winning week 1 and then losing weeks 2 and 3. And I only have them losing one game for the rest of the season. Wow. So I have them finishing virtually 13-1 and one to end the season. And the only game I see them losing is Week 11 against Buffalo. Yeah. Um, so I got them ripping off a nice seven-game win streak after Tennessee. And then to end the season, another, uh, what is that, five, six-game win streak. So with a nice whopping 14-3. and three. Like see, I said, best record I've given any team so far. See, and they have a nice late bye, so that's going to be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Last was- year it was like Week 7. That'll definitely be huge for for the playoffs. But look at Kev coming in with the homer pick. I know, huh? <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I can't um, wait for that AFC <laughs> East episode. Hey, that, that's a big big win total for for the Colts there. So that, there's a lot of expectations to go with that. But after I said a, a week eight W versus Tennessee, um, I have the Colts winning four games in a row after that versus the Jets, Jacksonville, beating Buffalo, and then Ooh. losing to Tampa Bay. I think that Tampa Bay game comes at a really tough stretch of the season, but able to get right after that with Houston, um, you know, that's an easy one right there. By week, week 14, we just talked about that. That's definitely going to be clutch. And even the second half of the season, you know, New England and Arizona in weeks 15 and 16, those are tough tests. So I actually have New England losing to Indy on the road, but I have Indy losing to Arizona on the road. That's a Saturday mm-hmm. game. We know how it gets down at the end of the season. And then seventeen, week 17, Beating Vegas and Week 18, losing to Jacksonville. So I know, Woo. I know that's that's tough, but got to give Jacksonville some win somewhere. And last year they screwed me the first game of the year, and I'm sure they'll screw somebody else the last game of the year, knowing Jacksonville. But we're gonna slide things now to Houston. Woo. So Kev, do you want to get us started with the Texans? Yeah, sure, I'd love to. And this one's gonna be pretty easy because I actually don't have the Texans winning a single game this year. Oh. Um, even if Deshaun does come back at some point during the season, I just don't think he's going to have the energy, and I really don't think he's going to want to will the Texans to any wins like he did last year. And they just don't have the pieces to really compete with anyone that they're playing this year. I mean, the only borderline game that I could maybe see them winning would be the Jets and Jacksonville. But I just think that when it comes to roster, those two teams just outweigh them You know, in, in different aspects of... Defense, special teams, offense, like they just have better pieces. You know what I mean? Like all all Houston really has is Deshaun. We know Deshaun's going through it right now. We don't know what his status is going to be, if he's even going to be playing for the Texans at all. So I really don't see them winning a game. They're just a dumpster fire right now. Okay. Yeah, I hear that. I, I, I'm I presuming Deshaun Watson doesn't play. I have them with two wins. Uh, the only two wins I see them getting, versus Jacksonville at home week one, because, I mean, college coach, rookie QB, I just don't think that makes for a successful start to the season. Okay. And then uh, way down the line, middle of the season versus the Jets, and then mm-hmm. I think they lose out. So a nice 2-15, and 15, uh, and hopefully <laughs> a nice first-round pick for uh, Seattle or whoever right? gets that pick. <laughs> that 2-15, you know, I think that's that would be very encouraging for a Houston Texans team with, with probably no leader in their organization right now. So I think that's definitely going to be interesting. I have Houston losing... The first 13 games, getting their first win week 15 against Jacksonville in uh-huh. Jacksonville. So, Lou, kind of the same script as you. And Kev, calling your shot with, with another, you know, winless football team. Yes, so, sir. let's see if Jacksonville gets us again. Watch, they'll come out and blow Jacksonville week one. <laughs> Ruin it. Hey, that's what happened to me last year. But to finish up with, with Houston, 
I have them getting their second win, their last win of the season, Week 18 versus Tennessee. Mm. So beating Jacksonville, beating Tennessee, that means only winning against two division opponents. And that has Houston with a 2-15 and record. And that's very hopeful for them. So Houston at 2-15. and Indy at the top of the division with 9-8. and Now, Lou, let's get us started with Jacksonville. So with the Jags, it's kind of tough because they do have some weapons and the number one overall pick. But I don't like college coaches coming to the NFL, especially ones as old as Urban Meyer, who have only really been in college. So I have them at three wins on the season. I'll tell you where they win. I think they win... Week 5 versus Tennessee at home, I think that's a big win for them. Then I think they beat Atlanta down the road. And then one of the last games of the season, I have them beating the Texans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to have them winning more games in between, but it's too tough. Denver's going to be good or, or decent. The Bengals will be back. Uh, then they have to play the Bills, Indy, Seattle, Miami, San Fran, all in the same stretch. So I, I just don't see them getting more than three wins and. I hope they're a little decent just for a show, but I really don't think they'll be any much better than last season. No, Lou, I hear that. And Jacksonville is the team that's, you know, in the mix of like, okay, things aren't necessarily, you know, as bottom as they once were. Yeah. You know, because there's, there's definitely more of a future there than there was in the past. But I still think, you know, like you said, there's a lot of questions with the coaching staff, the personnel play calling and we still have to see if all those young draft picks that we're considering as their future can pan out and be successful i do have one more win than you do with jacksonville so i have them going four and 13 i have them getting a win week one versus houston and then you know i think things get tough you know throughout the middle of the season for them and i don't have them getting another win until week 14 at tennessee so you know another one of those division games i think it's going to be really tough for tennessee inside the division but I think um, they'll be able to, to play tough again against those teams that, that are, you know, top-tier teams. You know, they always play up or down to their competition. Um, week 16, I have Jacksonville beating the Jets. And then I also have Jacksonville getting a win versus Indy Week 18. Mm-hmm. So Jacksonville always sneaks one from them. Sadly, we all know my scenario last season calling out the winless, you know. It's but. so weird because they play. They barely ever lose to the Texans with Deshaun. I think Deshaun Watson's beat the Colts like once in like four years. But like Blake Bortles or like Minshew. Minshew. Has, <laughs> the, Minshew? has the same amount of wins or right? more than Deshaun Watson. <laughs> no, it, it's crazy. And there's a lot of games on here that you could say, you know, maybe could go either way. Like you could say, you know, the Cincy game could go either way. Yeah. I, could, I, I think just being in Cincy is the defining factor. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, and you know, that's a, a lot of the reason, too. Uh, you know, another game that's a toss-up is, like, you know, a, another game against Houston or, like, an Atlanta team. It's like, what what are we going to consider those teams as, you know? You call it a cap. Houston can really be winless. So, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll just see if you can you can follow that up when it comes to our bold predictions. Oh, I will follow it up. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm showing Jacksonville some love. I got them at 6-11. and 11. So, I do have them winning week one against Houston. I agree. I don't think they'll be put together yet, but I think just off sheer, you know, pieces and roster that they'll be able to to beat Houston. I do have them winning week two against Denver as well. Denver still has no idea who their quarterback's going to be. They're still wishful thinking that Aaron Rodgers is going to be out of Green Bay, even though I don't see him going to Denver either way. So I have them beating Denver there, and I have them beating Cincy week four, and I don't get I don't have them getting their fourth win until later down the line against Atlanta. And their last two wins will come late in the season against Houston and the Jets back-to-back. 
So pretty solid, pretty solid season for for Trevor Lawrence, six and eleven, not too shabby. Not um, no. Cincinnati, that'll be the that'll that's the one that I'm kind of on the fence about. But I'm giving Jacksonville the win just off. I'm giving them a little bit of you know leadway with the run, with the run game and the and the defense. I think they're a little bit better on you know those aspects yeah, of the I mean, game. But Joe Burrow versus Trevor good. Lawrence, I mean. It's going to be a sight to exciting. see. Get your popcorn. See, see yes, I sir. think having the two running backs is going to be a problem because they're going to try to figure out which mouths to feed. But I don't. I think it's going to cause some problems. Yeah, a it, little bit. I it, think it's going to cause confusion. It definitely will. It just you know it depends on a team. Like I don't think a team like Indy is going to be threatened by having like two running backs. See, their defense no. is good enough to deal with it. Yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> it's the table. The table shedding on Lou. But we're going to get things started with the Titans. Kev's going to start us off. Yes, so the Bill, the Pat, the Bear, and the Titan. Yes, sir. <laughs> Jared All my division teams. All, the, All of them. Sin. I love it. <laughs> what a sin. All right. So I had the Colts at 14-3. and three. I got the Titans absolutely breathing down their neck at 13-4. and four. So I got them winning their first five. Arizona week one, at Seattle week two, Indy week three. Like I said, I think they will split at the Jets obviously week four and then at Jacksonville obviously week five and I got them going on a little skid a little four game losing streak Buffalo Kansas City at Indy again or not at Indy again but Indy again at Indy and then at the Rams so those are four tough games those are probably the f- toughest four game stretch for any team in the NFL I think unless the Colts yeah I mean unless, yeah. yeah exactly unless the Colts win but Anyway, I got them w- ripping off a four-game losing streak there, and then I got them winning out the rest of the season after the Rams. So NOLA, Houston, at New England, Jacksonville, at Pittsburgh, San Fran, Miami, and then at Houston to end the season. So I got them finishing 13-4, and four, finishing second in that division, um, give or take some games. But I do think the Colts will still win the division either way. Yeah, see, um, I'm kind of on the fence. I had them at 9-8. I had them, at nine and eight. I had them losing to Arizona, <clears throat> losing to Seattle, in Seattle. I have them beating the Colts week three. Then I have the beating the Jets. That's an easy one. Then I do think they lose four straight, though. I think at Jacksonville is a tough game. Uh, they lose to the Bills, Chiefs, and then Indy. Then I think they lose to the Rams again, so that's actually five straight. Ooh. I think that's tough. It's just they have no secondary at all. They drafted a dude with a broken back, an actual broken back <laughs> with their first pick. Yeah. And then how long can Ryan Tannehill play at this level with a bad O-line? Like, like, what if we see the Falcons 2.0 where it's points but no defense? Yeah. And is he as good as Matt Ryan to put up all those numbers in garbage time? No. I don't think so. Then I think they beat New Orleans, beat the Texans, beat the Pats, because I think Vrabel will understand how to play the Patriots, beat Jacksonville, lose at San Fran, lose at Pittsburgh, or lose home at San Fran, beat Miami and beat the Texans to finish out the season. Nice 9-8. and eight. Solid wildcard team. Okay. All right, 9-8, and eight, not too bad. But I actually have the Colts winning the division with a 9-8 and eight record. And I have Tennessee right at 8-9. and nine. So that goes to show how close it is. And Lou, you know how it is with those two teams. They're always neck and neck. Yeah, always splitting. But week one, I have Tennessee getting a win versus Arizona. I think it's important that that's a home game. Have them losing in Seattle week two. I think that's going to be a tough place to play, especially after Seattle just went against a tough indie team week one. Tennessee going on a three-game win streak, so winning versus... Indy, the Jets, and Jacksonville. And then, Kev, just like you had, a little bit of a, a losing streak. So losing four in a row, Buffalo, Kansas City, Indy, and the Rams. That Buffalo game is Monday night football. That Rams game is Sunday night football. 
Week 10 and 11, things get a little bit easier for Tennessee, getting two wins, one versus New Orleans, the Saints, shout out Joe Bruno, and week 11 uh, versus Houston. Taking a loss to New England, week 12, and then having the bye week, so nice little time to settle second half of the season stretch. And then weeks 14, getting a win, losing week 15 to Pittsburgh. Winning on Thursday Night Football, big game versus the 49ers. And then finishing out the season with two losses to Miami and Houston. So Houston's second win in the season coming week 18. So that leaves the Titans at 8-9, and nine, finishing second in the division, and possibly missing a wild card spot in that AFC. I don't know if eight wins is going to be enough. Do you guys think eight wins will be enough? I don't know. I got them at 13. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think it'll be close. I just think that... I think the a- the AFC East will have three playoff teams, possibly. Yeah. I'm a little out on Miami, but we'll see. It's going to be close. I think it depends on the, the NFC North and the AFC East to, to really define what the wild card will be. True. But, guys, that's going to wrap things up for our AFC South record predictions. We are going to come to you guys with some more record predictions later on this week. We're bringing you our NFC South. we got some YouTube content coming out for you guys, so make sure to go and check that out. Last week we had our NFL Most Approved. This week we're going to be talking some basketball, and you guys know the, the rest of the deal. Go to Apple Podcasts, leave us that five-star review, and if you don't listen on Apple, go to our website and get it done. Guys, five stars and five stars only. Peace out.